What's going on, guys? It's Seth back with another Defense Wins Fantasy, and we have one more stop to go to finish up our preseason looks at the teams. Our players to watch, our breakouts and busts. Tonight it is the AFC West. Now, I'm going to be honest, there's some good, there's some bad. There's a little bit of... A lot of bit of questions, I'm going to be honest, with with the AFC West. So what we're going to try to do is get you the best information that we can. And let's start with the Broncos. This defense last year was phenomenal. The offense, absolutely a travesty is the best way to put it. Russell Wilson looked like a rookie. It makes you feel like, I don't know, maybe it's all Pete Carroll and it wasn't a, wasn't a uh, Russ thing. Just like maybe it was all Tom Brady and not a Belichick thing. I don't know. I'm just saying, but he's going to have to get better. Now, they did bring in Sean Payton as a new head coach. Hopefully a new system gets all the bugs out and that offense starts rolling. But this defense was dominant. And part of this defense that wasn't here last year is my breakout player. That is the former Arizona Cardinal, Zach Allen, D-tackle. As I just said, he came over from the Cardinals on this offseason. He's been a consistent defensive tackle the past few, past few seasons. Moving into what I determine as a dominant defense has a lot of star power around him. This will help him get one-on-one situations as far as blocking goes and allow him to possibly increase his sack totals from the 5.5 last season. Now, he also had 47 tackles last season. Both of those tell me that there's room to improve. There's a better chance of him increasing the sack numbers, better chance of him increasing the tackle numbers, being on the Broncos. I expect him to get more tackles primarily because that will help with the consistency. If he can get that number close to 60, now we're talking a D tackle that we can really add some value in. And 5.5 sacks is solid for D-tackle, but he very easily could get into the 7 to 8 range. And now we're talking about a guy that you can start every single week. Last year, he was already a guy that you could play with some faith. I expect he takes the next step forward in this new scheme and really puts the pedal to the metal. Now, my bust player is a guy that really just had his best year last year. That's Josie Joel, linebacker. I mean, he had a monster year. He's coming off 126 tackle, two and a half sack, and two pick season. But Joel now sees more competition with the drafting in the third round of Arkansas's linebacker, Drew Sanders. Will Josie be startable this year? Yes, for the most part, unless he loses his job. Will he be as dominant of last year? No, he won't. I do expect that Drew Sanders might be playing more of an outside linebacker role, or if he does do an inside linebacker role, I think that it'd be Alex Singleton that would be the one that would lose out on snaps. But either or, Joel's no is not going to be able to repeat last year. Like I said, came out of the woodwork, and I think that to repeat that would be extremely challenging on them, especially if they start doing some form of a three-linebacker rotation situation. 
Just don't see it happening this year. Will he be playable? Yes, but he's not going to be the guy he was last year. So don't draft him with that expectation. Now that brings me to the player to watch that we just talked about, and that is Drew Sanders, linebacker out of Arkansas. In a lot of in a lot of mocks and a lot of cases, Drew Sanders was the number one ranked linebacker in the class. However, Jack Campbell went first round and Sanders dropped to the third. Sanders had a fantastic season at Arkansas, but it wasn't enough for teams to trust him. He came over from Alabama as more of an outside blitzing linebacker and played middle linebacker for Arkansas. He dominated in his one season there. So where are we going to see him play? That's the question. Is he going to be on the outside and be kind of a blitzer, kind of the Micah Parsons type role guy? Or is he going to take over for Singleton or Joel in the middle? It's a guy to keep an eye on in Dynasty. I'd be drafting him to, to know that you have the opportunity of him starting sooner rather than later. It might be not necessarily as long of a wait for the N'Kobe Dean like it was the entire season, where I think that you get into week 10, Drew Sanders, I expect, will be starting the high percentage of the snaps of a game at that point in time. So Drew Sanders, linebacker for the Denver Broncos, is my player to watch. And we move over to the Chargers, but we stick with the linebacker, Role, And we're going to talk about Eric Kendrick as the breakout player. Last year is my bust for the Vikings. I said they brought in Jordan Hicks. I was concerned about him being able to perform at the level that he had been performing at with Jordan Hicks in tow. And I was right. Hicks outscored him. And this offseason, the Vikings said, thanks, we're going to go with Jordan Hicks after eight seasons with us. Bye-bye. So now Kendrick falls into a great spot, though, with the Chargers defense. And let's be honest, they've struggled at linebacker, and they lost their best linebacker this offseason in Drew Tranquil. So Kendricks will lead this team in tackles, in my opinion. He'll finish as a high-end linebacker, too, kind of get back on that horse a little bit. They don't have any other linebackers at this point in their careers that I'm concerned of Eric Kendricks not being able to outperform and keep himself on the field. So Eric Kendricks is the linebacker to own for the L.A. Chargers. Now my bus player is a guy that, you know, I kind of have a soft spot for, but you got to call it like you see it. And this is Joey Bosa, defensive end. Coming off of a five-game season last year, Bosa's looking to bounce back and be healthier than ever. And I just don't think it's going to happen. We've already seen a steady decline of performance over the past four years with Bosa. He'll probably finish right around the 10 sack mark, maybe a little bit under. And honestly, a small number of tackles compared to some of the other top-tier defensive ends. You have to get a higher sack number if you're not going to balance it out with the tackles, and Bosa, I don't think, is going to get there. He has had a steady decline. He's a good player, not a great player anymore, 
And yeah, you hate to see it, but you know, Father Time's catching up to him a little bit, and it's more so with the injuries. He has been really banged up a lot in the last three or four seasons. But you have to just know when to pull the plug and move on from a guy that has been great for your team. You might have a soft spot like I do, but he's not going to perform where he's getting drafted at this year. Now, my player to watch for the L.A. Chargers is Diane Henley, linebacker. Another third-round linebacker pick out of Washington State. Henley is not going to be the go-to guy from day one on this defense. I'll tell you that right now. But what he does have is the tools to become a great linebacker in this league. He excels in pass coverage. He can bring the hammer, and he's able to be a three-down guy. He cares about winning the game. He cares about doing what's best for his teammates, to almost to a fault sometimes of putting his body on the line. But he can also play special teams, which will allow him to maintain a roster spot and build into the starting linebacker role. I do think he's going to start slow with Kenneth Murray and Eric Kendricks as linebackers on this team. But I also think that Henley could easily pass past Kenneth Murray during the season to become the full-time starter. Kenneth Murray has been nothing but a disappointment since he was drafted in the first round four years ago. Yeah, this is they can't they ended his fifth year option, so he's done after this year. So Diane Henley is a guy for Dynasty that I'd be very interested in, but even keep an eye on him for halfway through the season. He might be a, a waiver wire gem at that point in time when he takes over the starting job. We move on to the Chiefs, and my player to watch last year for the Chiefs has now become my breakout player, and this is George Karloftis, defensive end. He was my player to watch last year for good reason. What did I say? I said, look at the back half of the year. Once this guy gets it going, let's see what he really can do. And what did he do in the back half of last year? He really turned on the Jets. 5.5 sacks in seven games, and then his playoff run was just as impressive. Karloftis will come into his own this year and start to be a force in IDP world. I feel really good about him breaking out because also he's in that offense that is going to be winning a lot. So, so again, pin your ears back, George, and get that quarterback. My bus player, D-line as well. This is D-tackle Chris Jones. Two-fold on this. Last year, 15 and a half sacks, which tied a career high for him. 44 tackles, also a career high. Do you see where I'm going with this? Regression is coming. But even more than that, Jones still hasn't reported due to contract disputes and the longer it goes on, the more I'm concerned with his ability to be game ready when he's needed. Soft tissue issues arise when people miss training camp. And if Chris Jones misses much more time, I'd rather grab someone else than play this game of chicken. Just let somebody else take the risk. One, missing time. Higher risk of injury because of that. Two, he would have to repeat 
career highs or improve upon them in order to gain add value to your team compared to where he's being drafted at. Let somebody else take that risk. Now, my player to watch is a guy that left the Chargers in lieu of the Chiefs, and that is Drew Tranquil, linebacker. He had a great season with the Chargers last year as far as fantasy goes. Now, I don't expect to see the 146 tackles and five sacks that we saw last year as the Chargers linebacker, but I do think he'll be relevant. The bigger question for me, though, is does he steal tackles away from Nick Bolton, and does he keep Leo Chanel from finding the field? He's worth a pickup because he will have value, but how much of that remains to be seen? Bolton's still the dude, but Drew Tranquil has the skills to be successful and could cause Nick Bolton to lose some of his value. Be aware of that. And finally, we go on to the Raiders. My breakout player is linebacker Divine Diablo. This guy's really coming into his own in his third year following what I would call a pretty great sophomore season. Diablo has the ability to become a solid fantasy option. Last year, in eight games, he had 74 tackles. That's 157 tackle pace. You get 157 tackles from your linebacker, you're feeling fantastic about it. The opportunity for him to become a very good IDP weapon is there. He's wearing the green dot at practice, which means he's calling the plays, which means he has the team's trust. He's fast and he can cover slot wide receivers as well as tight ends, which means he's going to stay on the field. Look at him to be a late pick, stud for your team, or an early season waiver wire gem. Grab him and thank me later. My bust, very similar to my Trayvon Walker bust pick last year. For the same reasons, even more, it's Tyree Wilson. Athletic as all get out. Very solid player, but, but, raw, needs to develop. Which brings me to my next point. He's still not off the physically unable to perform list. The seventh overall pick is way behind the eight ball when it comes to reps, knowledge, training, everything. Not getting any of the reps this offseason will hurt his development. So as a redraft, don't even bother with Tyree Wilson. He's only going to be a situational guy at best at the start of the season. And if you're in redraft, he'll be a huge disappointment if you draft him. Now, if we're talking dynasty, obviously you have a longer leash. But even if healthy... He was my fourth defensive end in this class. Those four being Will Anderson, McDonald, Miles Murphy, then Tyree. That's if he had a good leg to stand on, and right now he doesn't. He is going to be coming back soon, but he's missed so much time 
I'm not playing that game. Now, finally, my player to watch is Marcus Epps, safety. Coming over from the Eagles, where he had a solid season last year, he had 94 tackles, he signed a two-year, $12 million deal. His partner safety, Trevor Morig, in two years has had exactly 55 tackles each of those years. Epps will be the tackling safety. That's the guy you want in IDP. At this point, I think he could be a solid bi-week fill-in or even a possible starter in a two-to-four defensive back type league. But Marcus Epps is a player I'm very interested to see how they use him and how he's going to get himself on the field and what he does with those opportunities because he could easily be a 100-plus tackle safety this season for the Las Vegas Raiders. That's it. We got through all of them. Breakouts, bust, player to watch. If you have missed some of them, go back and take a listen. Thank me later. Last year I had a 68% hit rate on my breakouts and busts, so I know a little bit of what we're talking about. But more importantly, it's getting some names out there that maybe you haven't been thinking of, maybe you haven't heard of. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Max Crosby is going to be really good this year. No duh. People didn't know that last year, and that's why I talked about it. But the fact of the matter is we need to get these guys that are rising up the boards or will be rising up the waiver wire as soon as they start lighting the world on fire. That's what we've been trying to show you. That's what you should see. But don't just take my word for it. Head on over to fantasyholics.com where we've got a lot of articles written, a lot of redraft, a lot of dynasty. We even have the opportunity for you to ask questions, start sit questions, trade questions right on the website. And again, what I like about us right now is it is all free. No paywall to read the articles. No paywall to ask questions to experts. Fantasyholics.com is your stop. Also find us on Facebook at Fantasyholics. Twitter, Fantasyholics. I guess it's called X. Now, whatever. Elon Musk is losing his mind. But YouTube, podcasts, we have all of that going on. Please stop by. Take a look. Let us help you bring home fantasy gold this season. Because, as we all know, offense is where everybody loves and it's fun, but defense wins fantasy.